This program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered. Welcome to Frankly Talking every Friday at 6 p.m. Here at 700 AM KSEV, the voice of Texas. Like and follow Frank on Facebook.com slash Frankly Talking. Here is your host, Frank Spagnoletti. Hey, 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 it's uh, Friday night and, uh, oh yeah, we got a lot of talking to go on tonight. I mean, uh, I could talk about all some kind of esoteric issues, but I'm not. I'm going to talk about what's on our minds. And one of those things on our minds tonight is going to be, we're going to start off with Afghanistan. So I want to hear from the audience. I want you to call in and tell me we need to vent on this. We need to rise up and talk about it. We need to put a stop to it. Enough is enough. We humiliated at home, now we're humiliated abroad. But anyway, we're going to do that. And then later on in the show, I'm going to get back to that great reset issue that uh, that I had the uh, teased y'all with last week so if you want to call us when i start going here on afghanistan you call us at 281-558-5738 and we'll be teed up for you uh afghanistan afghanistan there's a history here and i think we and i'm a history guy i like i like history and i do believe we learn from history uh in this particular circumstance of uh afghanistan we need to look at afghanistan and we need to look at Iraq if you're looking at global politics. And what are you talking about, Frank? And we know Afghanistan's Afghanistan and Iraq is Iraq. No, not exactly. Uh, we occupied Iraq, we think, you know, we were told because Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. Wrong. Wrong. Not that he didn't have them. I know that he had them because I, was, I represented the Gulf War veterans uh, who were sick from Gulf War syndrome. And I know that he had them. I had the records in my office. They were shipped to him by the United States. But I'm not going. I'm not going down that road tonight. Uh, it came. A lot of the pathogens came from the American type culture collection based in Rockville, Maryland, which freeze dries all bad germs in the world. In fact, I'm sure they got COVID-19 freeze dried just in case. You know, 50 years from now or 100 years from now, you know, we didn't have enough of it. And so. Uh, that war was about oil. There was a big oil field there, and Saddam was basically close to the Russians, and he was going to let the Russian companies come in and develop that oil. And indeed, uh, under the Bush administration, Cheney didn't like that so much. He preferred, well, my old client, and you know, uh, from when I was a younger man, we all learned uh, Halliburton to develop that oil field, and that war was about oil. Unfortunately, they Republicans typically play it stupid. Uh, they, they 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 invade the country, and then they and then they don't even keep the oil. Indeed, they don't even they think they are arrogant enough to think that they could set up a government there, a Jeffersonian Christian democracy, in the middle of of Islam. Where Shiites and Shi- Shi- Shiites and Sunnis have been fighting for years, hundreds of years, but yet we were going to set up this kind of Christian democracy and convert everybody, and then we would be able to do business and get the oil. But what did we get for all that? We got nothing. Bush didn't even make the Iraqis pay us reparations for the cost of the war. No problem. Put it on the American taxpayer. It's not a problem. We'll pay it. And then after that, Obama does what uh, with uh, Blinken there. He does exactly what's going on now in Afghanistan and withdraws from Iraq. And then you had the ISIS caliphate. And neither Biden nor Obama did anything to contain that. It wasn't until Trump, when he was strong about how he dealt with these people, not to say anything else, then basically they did away with it and they eliminated it and they got rid of Baghdadi and they got rid of all of that. And that was under Trump. But let's go now to Afghanistan. People think Afghanistan was about Osama bin Laden. Well, if he was about Osama bin Laden in a way because he basically took refuge there and in Pakistan. But, you know, 
frankly talking to you, it wasn't only about that. Why did we stay there for so many years? Well, one reason was because there was a big push to build a pipeline between Tajikistan and India, and basically that pipeline would have been able to transport oil and gas that was not reachable before from other places. That resource, if that pipeline is eventually built, which will now become, instead of the Trans-Canadian Pipeline, it might be called the Trans-Chinese Pipeline because the Chinese are already into Afghanistan before all this went down, working on the mines there that have uh, (coughs) rare earth minerals and other minerals that are needed in industry. And Afghanistan's very rich in it, but it's a rugged terrain. It's expensive to get. But now you've got a situation where maybe they'll build that new pipeline, but it won't be for the U.S. to be involved in or U.S. companies or U.S. jobs and U.S. repayment for anything. What happened in Afghanistan is a complete travesty. How stupid are we? I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a military genius. I, I, never, I was signed up for the draft, never got drafted, so I didn't serve in the military. My father did, my, my uncle did, my grandfather served in the World Merchant, U.S. Merchant Marine in World War I, got torpedoed twice. But I think a blind person could figure out without being able to see, be able to see that you don't withdraw your military before you get your civilians out. You don't, you don't leave people scattered across the country by the tens of thousands, and I'm talking about American citizens here, by the tens of thousands scattered out all across the country, uh, just and then pull the military out, uh, relinquish one of the best air bases in that part of the world at uh, what's it called Bogdan 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 Air Force Base I think it was um, Bagram 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 Air Force Base um, and we just abandon it and we leave all our equipment behind. And we say we're leaving it for the Afghan fighters. Well, the Afghan fighters, the, the Afghan army, security forces, army, whatever you want to call them, special forces as well, they couldn't fight. The machine was set up. That's like pulling one of the main, uh, main chips out of a computer. It was set up to fight under U.S. doctrine which meant that they needed to have air power, which meant that they needed to have other kind of logistical support, which meant that they had to have all that kind of coordination to have that military machine run. We pull out of Bagram in the middle of the night, just like cowards, which is not our men and women who fought in that war, but what our, what our government is. We slink out in the middle of the night. We leave the Air Force Base. Then we then abandon all the equipment, and we leave the Afghans to fight for themselves. Oh, if then and then we're told if they can't fight for themselves, why should we fight for them? They fought for themselves. They were, but they fought for themselves with our support. Support. We were partners, and what kind of partner did we make? And so what happened is then we've got a circumstance where these folks either had to like throw down their arms and basically blend into the population and capitulate, or have become get beheaded and have their wives and children slain or worse so well we're going to a break anyway when we come back we'll continue on and we'll get some comments from francis riley and see what he thinks about all this united we stand am 700 ksev the voice of texas There are a lot of vehicles on the road with jobs to do, and they come in different shapes and sizes. When you see an emergency vehicle, text dot vehicle, tow truck, or utility vehicle with flashing lights activated on the roadside, move over or slow down to 20 miles per hour below the posted speed limit. It's the law with fines up to $2,000. When vehicles have flashing lights activated on the shoulder, move over or slow down. Be safe. 
Drive smart. A message from TechStock. From annual checkups to managing chronic conditions, taking care of your health should always be a priority. At Houston Methodist, our primary care doctors are available to provide personalized care for you and your family safely. We offer a variety of convenient ways to get care from us, from same-day sick visits to extended hours at select locations. And we are taking every precaution to keep you safe during your visit. Choose your doctor or schedule online at HoustonMethodist.org slash stay healthy. What's worse than a roof that leaks? A roof that leaks after you've spent hundreds of dollars to repair it. This is Deb Tejada from Tejas Roofing and Contracting, Houston's number one roofing and contracting company. We get calls all the time from people who have used fly-by-night contractors to repair their storm damage. They spend a day on the roof, collect your money, and you never hear from them again. And the roof still leaks. Why put yourself through that? Use a contractor with a verifiable history of experience. Tejas Roofing and Contracting, A-plus rated by the BBB, certified master elite contractors with GAF. Our experienced crews have been working together, repairing and replacing roofs in Houston for over 37 years. This work is top-notch and the roof won't leak. The cleanup is second to none. You won't even know we've been there. Go to TejasRoofing.com or call us at 281-251-0304. When you need roofing repairs, a new roof or remodeling, call us at Tejas Roofing. 281-251-0304. When times get dark, we can't see the help that's all around us. Maybe you're not sure how you'll make rent or you lost your job. When you don't know where to turn, let 211 be your guiding light. Our guides are ready to connect you with the help you need. 211, how can I help you? Call or visit 211.org. 211, get connected, get help. A message from United Way and the Ad Council. Start your mornings with the Chris Salcedo Show. I used to live down the dial a couple of notches during this time period in the morning, but I think I found a new home. And it's why I'm going to tune in. You gave them some very tough questions. You know, some of the toughest questions that I've heard an interviewer give a seasoned politician like that. And just like all seasoned politicians, before they answer the question, they run interference. The Chris Salcedo Show, 7 to 9 a.m. on AM 700 KSEV. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Led Zeppelin uh, is a little too heavy for me tonight, but it's good. <laughs> yeah. I do. Thank you, Steve. Let's talk to Tim on line one. Hey, Frank. Hey, Tim. Hey, it's good to talk to you again. It's good to see you, my brother. Hell, you're sounding really good, man. You're sounding spunky and ready to go. You know hey, what? You know, <laughs> I've been getting my butt kicked all week because I've been in battle myself, but those are legal battles, and ain't nothing to the battles that our brothers and sisters are fighting around the world, so I can't complain. <laughs> hey, hey, I got one. I've had my daughter for four years and paid $1,200 a month, and my daughter's with me. I pay child support. Huh. I mean, and I'm getting ready to take care of that because I'm about tired of that one. Well, that's but good. Hey, Let's talk about Afghanistan. Uh, yeah. Um, where Where is all the women at? I'm I'm sitting here watching the news and I see all these guys running around and you know the, you know the, it's a cultural thing. They're garbed. I'm like, it should have been mandatory that uh, everybody does like the Israelis do. Two years in the service. I mean, they have many uh, young men to fight. I would think. Hell, they're all running around. Running for the Taliban. I mean, I get it, but hell, if I'm there, I ain't going to run from them. I'll probably be dead. They don't have any weapons. They, I mean, the Taliban got all the weapons. We gave all of our good weapons uh, that we left behind, just abandoned to the Taliban, which now we're going to fight against our own armament. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I get that, but, that, you know, I'm talking in the last 10 years, 20 years we've been there, it should have been mandatory. I Two years, every, you know, and I don't care if you're willing. You're going. I understand, but I mean, even in the United States of America, they haven't passed the law yet that if the, there was a draft required in this country, that women would be drafted, and I, I and I I don't think that, that I don't think that that's right. I think I think you can't have it all ways, and there were, you know, and that if if there was a draft in this country, if you had a daughter or a son, everybody's equal. They need to get drafted equally. I mean, that's just my well, my opinion on all that. 
Well, I'm old-fashioned. I don't want to see girls' body parts laying all over the place on a battlefield. No, neither, I neither do I. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, you know, if you want to go that far, I'm not so sure. I'm in favor of women in the military in general because I mean that that creates another thing for men naturally will try to protect them. Although there are some great women fighters and great women war, warriors, so I don't exactly. know. The, I don't know the answer to it. Yeah, but you know, like again, though, where are you know, all the girls, you know, like I said, you see everybody running around. I don't see many women running because around. Because the, the Taliban had this, they started doing this all across the country. They basically told people that they had to, if, if their children were, women were 15, daughters were 15 or older, and they, and, they, and, they, and they were women who had lost their husbands or women who were single, they all had to be rounded up, and they're basically yeah. given to the Taliban fighters in basically, uh, you know, uh, human trafficking, slavery, and all the rest of it. It's a, ter well, it's a terrible we're thing. Going, we're going to have to go back in. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing with these idiots. He screwed it up so bad. We had 2,500 troops there, and basically things were at a standstill. We, and we had Bagram, and we could have brought in more troops if we wanted to. And who the hell sets it, puts everybody in a kill zone in Kabul yeah. that basically puts them in a one place where they know everybody needs to go and our soldiers are there and there's complete chaos. It's an absolute yep. kill zone for, our, for our, our, our troops as well as for the people trying to evacuate. Well, you disperse yourself. You, go to, you have some place in Bagram. You have some other place in some other part of the country. They got forts and other things all around the country. They have done nothing in the way of planning of this. The strategic yeah. planning of this has been less than a than a piece of stone. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's just they yeah. they got they got to be either they got to be absolutely wanting to just betray the country, or they or or they are absolutely felony stupid. I mean, anybody yeah. could figure this. I'm sorry, Tim. I'm getting worked up. Well, no, no. Well, you know what? You know what, Frank? I'm sure you remember. Go back 20 years ago, I guess it would be 20, 25 years ago. Remember the soccer fields and the defacing of the women? Yeah. 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 yeah I'm sure you remember all that. Well, you know, it, it's crazy, but I, I really don't like saying it, but with the Taliban, uh, the only way they're going to get rid of all that, and they never will, it, we would have to commit it's a genocide on, on that Taliban. Because, well, you, I mean, they're, yeah, but, they're, you, but you know what, Tim? I just want to pose something to you because I had this conversation in my family last week and they said this and they said that. And I said, well, you know, we've tried to play these wars as smart wars because we have smart bombs, we have targeted bombs, we have computerized drones, we have this, we have that. But, you know, we won World War II when, when we used the atom bomb and we, we won Germany when we used firebombing in Dresden. Uh, and, yeah. and, and there's... When you have a war, and my father used to say this because he was a military guy. He used to say, you know, if the military is not willing to use the full power of the U.S. military, son, I don't want you going in there and wasting your life. And the truth is— Amen. My father was 32 years, my friend. Yes. Amen on that. And he, what, he said, that. what he said, what he said, what he says is true. You're wasting yeah. your sons and daughters' life and limbs— in a, in a war that you're fighting with two hands tied behind your back. If we were going to go in there, we, I mean, they have 75,000 fighters, okay? And I know it's rough terrain, and I know it's insurgency and all the rest, but you start taking them out. I'm going to tell you one thing. They didn't, the, the Taliban didn't do a hell of a lot after Trump dropped that mother of all bombs, the biggest conventional bomb yeah. in, in the U.S. arsenal when they ticked him off that time. They shut up, and we didn't hear from them for years. Because it scared the hell out of them. And your enemy needs to think that you're crazier than they are. You're damn right. And, and they right thought Trump was crazier than they are, but he was crazy like a fox. And I know exactly. that he, I know that even from the law business that I'm in. I, 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 I believe that my adversaries think that I'm crazier than they are, and they're probably right. But, 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 yeah. but, 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 but it sure does give them pause for concern since I don't play by the, by the king's rules. I don't march down the street in my red coat so I can just be shot. Well, you know what? You know, my question is, you know, now after we get 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. China's going in. Russia's going in. They're laughing all the way to the bank. They're laughing all the way to the bank. And not only that. It takes out another another chip and kind of remember that old a game that I used to play as a kid. It was called booby trap, and there was all these little yeah. round pegs. And if you pulled one out, it would come down. If you pulled the wrong one down, out it would all collapse. Well, Afghanistan, yeah. Afghanistan's in there, and it's right in the middle of all these other countries. So now all you've done is you've put a seed for China right in the middle of of of. Pakistan, which is a wobbly country, but it has nuclear weapons, and India. And India, which is a country that China's been fighting with and skirmishing with for a long time, and they would like to just as well do away with them in some form or fashion. I'm talking about the Chinese versus the Indians. And you got the Russians sitting up there on the border. So all we did was take out a strategic location for our... intelligence community as well as our military community as well as our commercial community to be operating in the heart of the lion what do you got to say yep. francis Rowe? well what well, I, you, you know what go on let that you know what, crazy frank and I, and I do this one thing with my kids and i know you got to go i got to go but you know i take them all the way back to the history of the bible babylon yes. medio persia yeah greece yep and then you know you uh, britannia america yes. you know, all through the history of how history then it repeats itself, repeats itself. Yes, sir. And this is all biblical stuff, man. It is biblical stuff. And remember the 300 of the Greece that, uh, that fought off the Persian army. And remember exactly. remember the, the Last Kingdom, which is on Netflix, which talks about the history of the Vikings and the Normans and the Saxons and all that, which is the basis for this country, which is a Judeo-Christian-based country. And I don't care what anybody says. That's what it is, and why should we apologize for it? We don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to stuff my religion down some atheist's throat. They can choose not to have it, but I don't think they should be stuffing their mores and morals and 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 convoluted interpretations of the law down our throats. We're the ones. I mean, we're the ones who bled to build the country. And you don't need to apologize for it. I'm sick of apologizing for it. I'm sick of apologizing. For, for being a person who, who was a working family who, you know, did what we did. I'm tired of this. I'm, I'm not listening to it anymore, and I don't. Yep. I, I mean, I'm talking out on the radio, but if you meet me on the street and say, I got to apologize for, for being who I am because they don't like me because I'm an old white guy, I don't think I'm going to apologize for nothing, okay? And I don't yep. think if you're a black guy, you should apologize for anything, or a red guy or a yellow guy. You just do what you're going to do. Get yourself a good job, build yourself a good family, and celebrate the country. That's what I think it is. Thanks, Tim. I appreciate the call tonight. Francis Riley, please talk. I'm <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll jump in, Frank. You know, I, I, I don't claim to be an expert on uh, Shia law or the Taliban or that part of the world. And, and I'm not here to debate, uh, which has gone on all week long, of why we shouldn't have been there. But one thing I think we all can agree with, we were there. We spent 20 years indoctrinating that country, talking about how great the United States of America was, how great capitalism was. And we taught those people. I mean, you had kids that were probably, you know, let's just say in elementary school that were completely educated under American perceived values. And what did we do? We abandoned them. What did the Taliban do? The Taliban, and people can say, well, I, you know, I don't agree with them, and I'm not here to have that argument. But one thing about the Taliban is they're consistent. And you... What we did to those people by abandoning them should have never happened. Well, there should have been a transition. There's nothing should have been black and white. We're out. Not only did we leave our, our people high and dry, but we left the people that were loyal to us high and dry. And here we're letting a million people in the southern border who we don't know, which is totally wrong, and we're not looking after the people that in Afghanistan that stood by us for 20 years on all kinds of military intelligence. And, and you know, we paid off all those warlords. And for what reason? They, they lost 50,000 people fighting by our side, okay? They lost an, an enormous number of people. These aren't, beca- these aren't because the Afghan fighters were cowards, didn't want to fight for their country. But we trained them in our system, and then we took the system away from them, and then what are they supposed to do? They didn't have the command and control. 
They didn't have anything. They were left and to do it, to slink out in the middle of the night, and one day they wake up and it's gone. And yes, I know, we abandoned it. It wasn't like the Taliban took it. But we never should have given it up. In fact, my, if it were my view, I'd say we never should have given it up at all. We needed to get out of Afghanistan for sure. But if we left a you know a small force of of, of some CIA people or some some uh, uh, you know military people who who you know wanted to do that uh, a couple of thousand or something, we probably could have held the country for a long time and tried to help it further develop its infrastructure. And I'm not talking about making it a Christian Jeffersonian democracy. I'm talking about just having them build up a Middle Eastern society, which is relatively open for the Middle East, like Jordan or like, uh, you know, one of the other Middle East states that are basically functioning part of the civilized world. If Taliban type people wanted to live in the mountains in the ninth century, well, you go do what you want to do if you're living in a tribe or something. But don't try to impose that on all the people in the country. And certainly don't try to take away the rights of those women and, and girls in that country. I mean, it's disgusting. Anyway, we're going That's to true. a break. That's true. This is Brian Kilmeade. Tune in every weekday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. for the Brian Kilmeade Radio Show on AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. Oh, according to research, 82% of people remember radio ads. That means that 82% of you listening right now will remember that this is an ad for ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, 82% of you will recall that ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And 82% of you will note that you can try ZipRecruiter for free today. But you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Yes, free. 82% of you will keep in mind that ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified people for your job and actively invites them to apply. Is that you? Who are you talking to? 82% of you will also know that I, um, live with my mom. But the most important thing to note is that ZipRecruiter works. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Will you be part of the 82% who remember where you can try ZipRecruiter for free? It's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Again, that exclusive link is ZipRecruiter.com slash free. How much? Free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. If you're looking to sell or buy a home and in need of the best realtors out there, look no further than the Matthews team at REMAX Legends. Ronnie and Kathy Matthews have instilled in each and every team member their hard work and honest values, and believe me, it's paid off. This incredible team's agents has an average tenure of over 10 years, so it's clear that the Matthews team truly knows the Houston area market and what it takes to get a home sold quickly. They're employee-owned. They care about their clients, and they always go the extra mile to ensure that each sale and purchase is seamless and smooth. The Matthews team are the number one REMAX team in Texas and have been for over 20 years. Call the Matthews team at 281-440-7900 or see for yourself and go online at ronnieandkathy.com. They sell over 900 homes a year and they know every inch of the buying and selling market in the greater Houston area. Call the Matthews team. I chose them as my realtor and you should too. The Matthews team and Remax Legends, your realtor for life. 281-440-7900. That's 281-440-7900. Using meth taught me everything about freedom, only not like you think. It taught me how easy it is to lose your freedom. If you think meth is taking control of you, ask for help. You have the power to be truly free. I know. I'm Jan, and I'm free from meth. If you or someone you know is struggling with meth, call 1-800-662-HELP for 24-hour free and confidential treatment referral. Learn more at samhsa.gov meth. With Houston Methodist Virtual Urgent Care, you can skip the drive and the waiting room and connect to our board certified providers from your computer, tablet, or mobile phone. Virtual urgent care visits are available 24 seven, no appointment needed, even on weekends and holidays. Now you can get the same trusted care you expect from Houston Methodist, wherever you are, whenever you need us. To learn more, visit HoustonMethodist.org. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Yeah. How are you putting me in a good mood now, Steve? 
Let it play a few minutes uh, and then we'll go. Yeah. Back to work. Oh, that put me in a better mood than talking about Afghanistan, I tell you that. Anyway, as I was saying, call us at 281-558-5738, but you're probably all depressed about Afghanistan anyway. You don't really want to talk about it, but call us if you do. Um, where do we go from here? I mean, I, 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 you know, again, I could, I could figure this out. I mean, I, I mean, it may not be the right answer, but I would give them an ultimatum. A no, I mean, an ultimatum. You will stop the perimeter from around the Air Force Base, I mean, the, the, the base, uh, the airport in Kabul. You will stop that perimeter. We're going to set up a corridor with our, with, with uh, you know, our, 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 our armament, our, our rolling armament, and we will set up various corridors throughout the country to collect, first, all American citizens. Second, those who have, have helped us during the war, uh, the people who have been supportive of, of, the war, of the war effort over there and collaborated with the United States and with our allies. And when we take out the American citizens, we should take out any of our Western European allied families that were also there. And then we should go through that and then take out. But, but, but Biden says, I mean, he said doesn't even have a priority of who's getting out of the country. They have no idea. They took out more Afghanis than they did U.S. citizens. I think they took out 2,000 U.S. citizens, and I don't know what they did today or overnight, but as of last night, like 5,000 or 6,000 Afghanis. We don't even know what they are. They haven't been vetted. Hell, we might be taking the Taliban over here. It's coming to a theater near you. And, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Let's take this call here. You know, this is my friend Rusty, it looks like. Rusty, uh, line one. How you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good, Bubba. How are you doing? I'm doing all right for an old man. <laughs> man, your the phone volume really drops off whenever whenever you pick up the phone. It's what? like I can barely hear you. But anyway, oh, maybe that's because I backed up from the microphone. I didn't know what you were going to say. No, I, I think it's in the system because it happens a lot. You okay. don't know what I'm going to say. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No, I'm baffled. I'm baffled by. You know, this little situation uh, that I don't know what troops Biden pulled out, you know, before he had the, the surge, of course. He pulled you them know, all but, out, pulled them all out of Bagram Air Force Base. And look, Well, I, I understand why that. We had 2,500 people right. guarding two Air Force bases. Right. No, no. But the only what I'm saying, we should have kept them there until we got our civilians out. Then we should have got, got out. I'm not for staying in Afghanistan. I'm, I, I was for getting out. The question is, I don't like the way we got out. Well, I heard somebody say, you know, we can't pretend like we won the war. Hmm. We did win the war. The war was over years ago. I mean, we're well, not, I agree we're, there. We're, I mean, when we, we killed bin Laden. When we got right. rid of bin Laden and basically calmed yeah. the country down, we had young women and, 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 and children and girls and boys and everybody in school. I mean, they were learning. They had they they didn't have to wear their I mean it's a matter of their religions but they, if they didn't want to they didn't have to wear the the hijab and all that I mean I mean I mean we won the war you know that's really not in their religion uh, it's nowhere in the Quran well probably not I, I don't know I don't read I, I haven't read that it's tri some kind of tribal, tribal thing, thing. But, yeah Francis Riley's you know, saying that you know when this whole thing started it, after the end of World War One. Like, 
They say that. Uh, well, I, 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 I think mini skirts are in my travel. <laughs> but, but, but go, 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 go ahead. But I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a child of the seventies. Okay. Well, no, I, I, I'd like one of them Afghani gals to come over here. I'll put her up. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not going there. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. What, what were you saying? But the way they drew the lines, they just arbitrarily. What the British did. They drew oh, that's the true. They're all fake countries. That's right. That's and right. And they had they a struggle. The Uzbekis and the Tajikistan or whatever that is. Tajikistan. You know, they they, they don't have anything in common with the southern part of uh, Afghanistan. No, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, it, it is. It is all a result of British drawing the lines because you had India then you had India, and then right. you had the problem with, and they created Pakistan because of the Muslim and the and the uh, Hindus. Hindus were fighting in India, and you had that great migration of the Muslims out of India into Pakistan. I mean, I remember seeing that on TV. And yeah, Pat- we 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 can't pick, you know, these leaders. The the strong, it's only the strong survive. I mean, the leaders rise to the top, however brutally it takes. You know, and the truth the truth is only the strong survive. Say it again, Rusty. Only the strong survive. America needs to be strong. There's nobody else in this world who's going to stand up, no matter how half ass we do it. Uh, we stand that's up. In a little, we stand up. A, a little. Yeah, uh, I agree. That's in a little song I wrote. You want to write this down? Let freedom ring, and Rusty Rust. And go to YouTube search. Okay, I'll, I'll check it out, my friend. Thanks check for calling. Thanks for calling tonight. I like talking to you. Good to talk to you. Okay, buddy. Take care, my friend. Francis Riley, what do you got to say about that? Oh, you know, Frank, as I was saying earlier, the you know what what a disgrace. But what happens next? I mean, you, you got the Chinese watching. Uh, it, it's it's pretty straightforward. They're going to go after Taiwan. The thing that's amazing is when Trump wanted to do the same thing in Syria. You know, the mainstream media went crazy. They insisted oh, yeah. on staying, you know, keeping 2,500 people uh, on the ground. We couldn't abandon our, you know, our Kurdish allies. We couldn't abandon Syria. And yet here we have, I, I don't even know what you want it's, to, it's very obvious that this guy has no idea at the helm. You just laid out two or three things that were pretty straightforward what to do. And we got bumbling Biden. He, he has no clue. I mean, we're watching a guy. Blinking Biden. Blinking Biden. We have, we're watching people who have no idea what to do. And our enemies are watching, and they're going to move. Well, no, not that, man. He, they don't want to stay with a, with, a, with, a, with a losing team. That's exactly right. They're going to move. And, and you talk about moving. You talk about moving Europe. I mean, Europe was already cuddling up to the Chinese, okay? They're going to all, they are the ultimate opportunists. And except for countries like Hungary and Austria, uh, and some of the some of the old Slavic countries uh, that basically still have strong leadership, uh, they are just they are just they'll move. They'll just move to the Chinese because they they were in favor of appeasement with Hitler, and they'll be in favor of appeasement with the Chinese. And the United States is nothing, nothing. We give up the pipeline between, we then make uh, Germany, Germany goes, I mean, she's an East German for God's sakes, Merkel, and so I don't know why the West embraced her so much. She still had that socialist mentality, and she's still cuddling up with the with the Russians, which is why she wanted that pipeline. She could have got that natural gas from the United States, good old West Texas natural gas. You know, we have plenty of it, we could use to share it. Instead, we shut everything down, and now we become energy dependent, and we're begging our adversaries to give us oil. It's ridiculous. It has nothing to do with the global environment. It had to do with re- reshifting the power of this country away from this country somewhere else so that they could take over the rest of the world. I mean, I don't mean that like take over by invading and take over by military armies over the rest of the world. It's never going to happen that way, folks. It's going to happen just the way it's happening. Financially, they take over the rest of the world. Then you're dependent on them, and the country becomes weakened, and our, and our principles and our history and, and, and our beliefs and our religions are subordinated to the insanity of the global elite. 
And that brings us to the Great Reset, which we'll come in and talk about after the next break. We'll talk about that some more. Any comments, Francis? Yeah, I, I do, Frank. It's it's you're exactly right. We, we we've I can't think of anything, and and I'd love a caller to call in to say anything that's a, that that Biden has accomplished. What's it been? Seven months? Is there any positive? Is there anything we can talk about this that we can point to and say, look what he did? No, I'll tell you about these Afghanistanis. I mean, they don't even want them in Europe because they've had these roving. They've had a lot of problem with Afghan refugees, groups of men creating havoc in the countries. I'm talking about countries like Sweden, Belgium, all these countries that are all like touchy feely socialism while they lived in their cocoons. They don't want them. They had to, they were forced them through, and the Hungarians wouldn't take them. Good for him. He just basically said, we ain't taking any of this. We have a small country. We're not being overrun. We're not being diluted. And I'm not talking about that in a racial way. They have a culture. They have a country. And they have laws. And they have laws. And they have principles. Oh, I mean, when I say principles, they have a culture. They have culture. I mean, their culture. It may not be our culture. It may not be their culture. I mean, another country's culture. But it's their culture. It does. We're all not. We don't all have to be like the United States. We're a mongrel dogs. That works for us. That's the way our country was created. All these other countries don't need to be like diluted down to erased from the face of the earth. Exactly. It was the beauty of the diversity of those cultures that made our our world interesting. It's the reason why you'd go to France. It's the reason why you'd go to Italy. It's the reason why you'd go to Sweden. It's the reason why you'd go to England. It's the reason why you'd go wherever you'd go in Europe. Because they had their cultures. The reason why you'd go there is to enjoy their cultures. But if they're all going to be, like, overrun, they can be overrun tomorrow with the kinds of numbers we're talking about. Resettling. Resettling from the rest of the world into Western civilization. It's not only happening on our border... It's happening all over the world, in Europe and all over the world. It's to resettle and destroy Western European culture. That's my belief. Uh, We'll be back after the break. I'm going to get cranked up some more here. (laughs) Ah. The Voice of Texas, AM 700, KSEV. This is Kevin O'Hara with O'Hara & Company Real Estate. At O'Hare and Company Real Estate, we believe in God, family, and country. We are proud of our nation's active military, veterans, police, firemen, and first responders. We believe in the people that built our great country. The ranchers, the doctors, mechanics, metal workers, farmers, nurses, electricians, plumbers, and the people who get up every day and contribute to society. We know y'all have served us. Now let us serve you. If you're ready to buy or sell real estate, give us a call at 281-373-3393. Again, that's 281-373-3393. Or look us up on the web at O'HaraRE.com. This country has been going through turmoil in the last several months. At O'Hara & Company Real Estate, we believe after the dust settles, this nation will rise to greater heights. God bless America and God bless Texas. You're driving down the road and suddenly your check engine light comes on. Your mind immediately begins to race. Is this serious? What does this mean? Am I about to break down? Who can I trust to repair this properly without being taken advantage of? Hi, this is Rona from Skeeter's Auto Service, home of the Texas Car Doctor Radio Show, where old-fashioned, unparalleled customer service meets the latest in technology. We're not going to overcharge you or sell you what you don't need. We're not going to keep your car for days on end, and we will always try to give you options that fit your budget. My dad always taught us, do the right thing for the right reasons, work hard, and success will always follow. We pride ourselves in doing just that each and every day at Skeeter's Auto Service. Check us out at SkeetersAuto.com, like us on Facebook, or give us a call at 281-469-1152. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just got to hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. (laughs) No, you hold my hand. Here we go. (laughs) 
Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. KSEV and its advertisers want to thank you, the listeners, for all your continued support. Without you supporting our advertisers, there would not be a Voice of Texas. We stand behind our clients, and if you're looking to boost and grow your business, join the great team at KSEV and its loyal audience by calling a member of our sales staff at 281-588-4800. That's 281-588-4800. KSEV, loyal listeners and dependable advertisers are the Voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Here it is. Oh, good old Willie. Yeah. What is the one thing you can always find? You gotta saddle up your horse. You gotta draw a hard line. When smoke settles, we'll sing a victory tour and we'll all be back at the local saloon. We raise up our glasses against evil forces and whiskey for my man, beer for my horses. Singing whiskey for my man, beer for my horses. <laughs> All right, Steve, let's take Brian from Lake Conroe uh, on line one. All right, guys, uh, I'm enjoying the show. Uh, First-time caller. Uh, I've listened to y'all spottedly, but, I mean, y'all have a very interesting show today that I wanted to comment on. I don't know sure. if anybody thought about this, but what happens to the young kids that grew up with the American presence there for 20 years, mm-hmm. but they don't know anything you know, they, don't, they weren't around when the, the Taliban was in full control, so they don't know the oppressive state of that could be in. But what happens to those young kids that now they're like, America has turned their back on them, um, the Taliban's going to start feeding them a bunch of crap, and then they all get radicalized and just jump at the chance to strap a bomb on and come to the U.S. Yeah, and 100%. blow something up. I mean, I don't know if anybody's thought about that as well. Now hang up and listen. Thank you. Hey, hey, uh, uh, it was Brian, Brian from Conroe, Lake Conroe. Uh, no, they ha- they haven't thought about anything, Brian. They haven't thought they haven't thought any of this out. They just thought about a political spotlight with the 20 year anniversary of 9/11 coming up in September on 9/11, and they basically wanted by that date to have all U.S. troops out of Afghanistan. So Blinken Biden could go out there and pound his chest and say how he got the troops out of Afghanistan and we had victory over 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 this and we finally got out. No, wrong. What he's created is a total morass. You know, I saw something the other day which was very touching and touches on what you were talking about. There was a video on the TV, I just caught it, and then I someone sent it to me and it showed these Taliban guys. It was the most bizarre video that I've that I've seen recently, and I've seen a lot of them. These Taliban guys with the whole headgear on, strapped with the bandoleros, and basically with their with their automatic weapons, and they're riding around in the electric bumper cars at a at an amusement park that was set up in Kabul, and they were all riding around in these electric bumper cars, and they apparently were having a good time. But I tell you what, they did. This is how wacko these guys are. After they were done, they burned down. The, the, they burned down the bumper car, the bumper car amusement uh, attraction. I mean, it, it, who the hell's gonna do that? I love bumper cars. If you're gonna do that to the bumper car amusement amusement attraction, imagine what they're gonna do to the people. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, and this is the kind of people. I mean, the point is, I'm not saying we can change their culture. And I'm not saying, you know, if they want to live in the ninth century, you know, we can't go around the world and bring everybody into the 21st century. In fact, some people, I mean, if I had to pick a century, it probably wouldn't be this one. I probably would have picked something like maybe the 15th century, maybe the first century A.D., something like that. Uh, You know, or, you know, something. You want to be a Roman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a wannabe Roman. (laughs) Anyway. I don't mind. I don't mind the authority. <laughs> anyway, the point is, 
uh, we can't fix all that. But when you what you can't do is you can't go in and you can't go in half cocked and then turn around and break something just like we did in the Middle East and then not stay there and finish the job and fix it. Okay? But you, 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 otherwise, you create this absolute, look at what happened in Iraq when we pulled out. All the savagery that went on as to the Christians. And what about the Christians in Afghanistan? There is a contingent of Christians in Afghanistan. What's going to happen to them under the Taliban, as Biden says, the Taliban? Anyway, it's ridiculous. It's offensive. It's, it, it, it's, it's absolutely Contrary to the principles of this country, it's the contrary to the pr- principles of decency. It's the co- it's contrary to the principles of morality, and I can go on. Uh, so all the things that it's contrary to. What do you have to say, Francis? Robert? You know, I I think Brian hit the nail on the head. You know, these these fools in D.C. have forgotten that these are real people. Uh, these are people that are gonna that have been indoctrinated for twenty years, and you know they they trusted what they were taught with the United States, and and, and they've been abandoned. But I'll tell you another thing too. That you know they had targeted. Uh, we tell them God bless America. You know what they're going to grow up and say, "GD America," because of what we've done. Right. And right. the and that's the that that is the that's, exact point Brian was exactly making. Right. And he, we've created a whole generation of American haters because we betrayed them. Exactly. And I was but I was going to say one other thing. The timing of all this has been very interesting. You know they were originally targeting 9-11, 20 years to have a some kind of a migration or a transition out of Afghanistan. You know. People can argue all they want to about the election, but it's very, very strange. We have the Arizona audit going on with the results coming out. They hit us with the Delta variant. There was a big distraction. That's that's kind of gone away with all the people saying, "Look, I've been I've been vaccinated and I'm still picking up the the, the getting coronavirus." Then they have this another distraction. I, I'm get I think people are going to get fed up around the world with with Washington, D.C. politicians using everybody for their grand ambitions. Well, the, the English, the English, the English, which are not the you know biggest uh, fighting force anymore, but they at least, they sent paratroopers into Afghanistan to find their citizens and get them out. What do we do? We tell them Run. to fill out a form. <laughs> Literally, fill out a form and shelter in place. Uh... Uh, it's hard to shelter in this shelter because I don't have anything to protect my shelter with. You got out of here and all the guns are gone and uh, I don't know. I don't want to shelter in place. I want to get the hell out of here. I want to eat. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. It's offensive. And I never got to the Great Reset. We can do it next week. We can. The Great Reset is uh, going to be keep resetting. And But this Afghanistan thing is a great reset in its own right. Because it's reset the strategic power in the world. Now, again, I'm not. I was not against leaving Afghanistan. I understand not staying there forever. But we could have set it up so that we could have still supported militarily or logistically the armed forces there without completely abandoning them all at one time. And we certainly should have set up a reasoned and measured extrication of our citizens and our allies. And, and our collaborators that were in the country. Because other than that, we look like a pitiful country, not the great country that we are. But I believe that under it, we are a great country. It's just that our leaders aren't great. And that goes all the way through the bureaucracy that runs Washington, D.C. Thank you, Amen. Francis Raleigh. Thank you, Facebook. We had a great, uh, great catharsis of talking about these things. And so next week, we'll get back together. If I... We're done. We're done, Steve. Okay. I want you to join together with the band. You are listening to Frankly Talking here on 700 AM KSEV. Listen us next week, like every Friday at 6 p.m. on Frankly Talking, a radio show for Texas with your host, Frank Spagnoletti.